Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. I have this uh, gift book that I've had for a number of years. Uh, It's called uh, Favorite Psalms, and it's by John Stott. I believe its publishing date uh, goes back a good ways. 1988 is the... (laughs) is the publishing date on this. So it goes back quite, like I said, quite a ways. Uh, Stott, one of my very favorite, of course, uh, uh, Bible teachers, Bible commentators over the years, now home with the Lord, but uh, a man who um, just uh, left an indelible impression upon this uh, young pastor's heart when I first started uh, to be involved in pastoring a church and teaching the Bible itself. Uh, in this gift book, I, like I say, I think I found it in an antique store uh, when my wife and I were on the road for all those years as musicians, and I, I just started collecting it. But it's, it's a really, you can kind of see, those of you that are watching on YouTube anyway, you can see it's a very thin book. It's not all that big. And inside of it, there are photographs, a lot of them. This one in particular is a photograph of the city of Jerusalem. Uh, I'm going to read uh, John Stott's thoughts on Psalm 121 this morning, um, and that picture is really appropriate. The uh, uh, Psalms uh, 120 through 134 form a group, a collection of Psalms that the ancient Jews and and probably uh, uh, some modern Jews as well would sing as they made their way up to Jerusalem to go to worship. And Um, Even though uh, Jerusalem didn't sit on the highest of mountains, you always would refer to uh, going up to the city of Jerusalem. Uh, Even if you were (laughs) coming from a higher mountain or looking down on it or whatever, you're still going up to Jerusalem. And whenever you leave Jerusalem, you're always going down from Jerusalem. So uh, this particular site of this photograph anyway is uh, taken from the Mount of Olives. I've stood there at least five different trips. I think we've been there, but it's quite amazing to stand at the top of the Mount of Olives and then to take that walk uh, uh, down the Mount of Olives uh, through the Garden of Gethsemane, across the valley and on up into Jerusalem itself. The same journey that Jesus would have taken um, uh, on that, probably multiple times, but certainly on that Uh, Palm Sunday so long ago, the first one. This is Psalm 120 and John Stott's thought on Psalm 120. You can, you can, uh, if if you just have a a sense of the fact that they're just a kind of a mountainous region, lots of hills and mountains right in that that area. uh, It begins, Psalm 121 begins this way. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. It's just so much promise there, isn't there?
this is a guy that never sleeps or slumbers. He's always watching. He, there's never a time he doesn't have his eye on you. Um, and he quite certainly intends certain things for you and for me. Um, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you uh, will not slumber, will not sleep. He is your shade at your right hand. I mean, there's just so much there. It's not just we're believing in the existence of God. We're believing in the existence of this kind of God. So important for us. Let's see what John Stott had to say. Uh, it's just a few paragraphs here, so a short devotion this morning. The 15 Psalms, he says, from 120 to 134, inclusive, form a self-contained group. At one time, they were probably a separate collection. Each is entitled a song of ascents. That's A-S-C-E-N-T-S. Literally, a song of goings up. The most probable meaning of this term is that these psalms were sung by groups of pilgrims while they were ascending toward Jerusalem for one of the three major annual festivals. Uh, each of these psalms, then, is a pilgrimage song. They are brief, and most of them show a great love for Zion and the temple and an ardent desire for the peace and the prosperity of Jerusalem, the holy city, of course. These little psalms, and they are all quite short, by the way, if you would care to read them all, Psalm 120 through 134. These little psalms all breathe a spirit of quiet, undaunted faith in Israel's God, the maker of heaven and earth, as he says in verse 2. Let me read verses 1 and 2 again for you, and we'll get back to Stott in a second. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? And so imagine there, he's looking at the hills, these solid, sturdy, you know, this landscape, the horizon, if you will, the majestic horizon, right? Is that where my help comes from? No, he says, verse 2, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, and the maker of those hills, the maker of me and you. We make ourselves. We don't belong to ourselves. We belong to him. And that's one of the most freeing things that you could ever begin to grasp is that you don't belong to you. You belong to him. And that's just amazing. Sets, takes all the burden off, right? Um, Stott, as they approached the hills surrounding Jerusalem, Psalm 121 would have been an obviously suitable song for pilgrims to sing. In the opening two verses, the psalmist speaks in the first person singular. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. To this question in verse one about the source of his help, where does it come from? His answer, my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, verse two. And this sentence contains a remarkable combination of ideas that Jehovah, the covenant God of Israel, is the creator of the universe. In verse four, he's further described as the keeper of Israel. 
and he neither slumbers nor sleeps. This then is the ground of the author's faith in God's ability to keep, namely the almighty power of the world's creator and the ceaseless vigilance of Israel's guardian. That's just so beautifully said. I got to read that sentence again, all right? This then is the ground of the author's faith in God's ability to keep him, namely the almighty power of the world's creator and the ceaseless vigilance of Israel's guardian. Never sleeps, never slumbers. You belong to him. That's who's watching over you. That's amazing. Last paragraph from John Stott. Having talked to himself, the psalmist now addresses some fellow pilgrim. And the rest of his song expresses variations on the theme of God's keeping power. I'll just remind you a little bit of that, okay, if you don't mind. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and for evermore. That's just awesome. Back to Stott. Although our English translation conceals the fact by using the words keep and watch over, the same Hebrew word which they translate actually occurs six times. Verses three, four, five, and then twice in verse seven and once in verse eight. He who keeps the nation Israel is also the keeper of the individual Israelite. Verses four and five. He will keep him from all harm. Watch over his life and his coming and his going forevermore. This is just amazing. One more time. Psalm 121. It's worth it. We've got just a couple minutes. And uh, yeah, if you're driving to work or if you've got a cup of coffee or something like that, take another draw on that coffee and just close your eyes. And listen, if you're not driving, <laughs> close your eyes and listen to this amazing psalm. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. Psalm 121 and the thoughts of John Stott from his book, Favorite Psalms. Lord, thank you that your Providence is always watching over us, caring for us, providing for us, protecting us. Lord, 
your command that we not fear is based upon the fact that you neither sleep nor slumber. You, the almighty creator of heaven and earth, are the one watching over us. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Pray that your Holy Spirit will move in our hearts today that we might rest in your love for us, your sons and daughters. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. This podcast is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. Don't forget to also subscribe to one of our other podcasts, Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas. Every Friday throughout the season of Lent, join Kim as she looks at the story of Jesus' last week as told through classic art, prayers, and scriptures. You can subscribe to her podcast on all major platforms, including the Village Chapel YouTube channel, and you can find accompanying resources at lent.thevillagechapel.com. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas, music by Phil Kagey.